Well, 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 we meet again. I thought I made it very clear what would happen if I ever saw you around these parts. Or maybe I didn't. Who's to say? The victors, that's who. So that means only the victor will be able to tell this tale later. Then I hope you're ready to get your ass kicked in this game of Monopoly. A game at which I never lose. And that means I did tell you. Welcome back to My Parents' Basement, the only show that was written by the victors. I'm Sam. I'm Griffin. Remembered this intro made zero goddamn sense. And I do not care. <laughs> you ran it. That's okay. I remember what I was thinking when I wrote it, which is the history is written by the victors. So I won mm. a monopoly. Therefore, I got to write history. I see. There's the connection. Okay. <laughs> but it, it's not funny. <laughs> I just wanted to say it. <laughs> oh my God. Welcome back. Did you see that there's like a, I, we, we just talked about this, but there's like a new D&D podcast on the site, Algid, Algid Productions. Algid Productions. You'll get it one day. One day. And frankly, I'm insulted we were not invited on. Could you imagine the chaos we would bring to a D&D session? I, I know the chaos that I bring to a D&D session. <laughs> you, yeah, you play D&D. And I, I could only imagine yours. Oh my God. I don't know what I would do. I would just like test the limit until the dungeon master was like, I'm so sick of you. Maybe one day. I've, I've done a D&D session where... Uh, the DM, who's Jordan, is trying to progress the story. And then <laughs> there was someone that we, like, killed by accident. No, we found their dead body. And I suggested that we hold a funeral for them. And so then the entire rest of our session was just planning a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> With, like, that sounds like so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. I love it. And so we made, obviously, no progress. He got sidetracked for the entire time. <laughs> But that's what's fun about D&D, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just be like, can we do this? It's just like, I guess. God damn it. Yeah, fine. Maybe one day we'll get invited on, but I, I feel like they have to be fully ready for us. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can get them to have you out as a guest for an episode. Could you imagine if, like, we were NPCs in the story? Like, it wasn't us as characters. It was just us incorporated into the story all of a sudden griffin and sam from my parents basement show up two asshole rival podcasters yeah two idiots that somehow got on this website that would actually be fun you know what and we would love to have them on as a guest for an episode sure. with us too like we we're down for anything we got sidetracked immediately yeah of course that's us we missed a few things last week that we have already forgotten thankfully a lot also happened this week. The Super Bowl basically is going to happen, and we know who is playing in it. The Royal Rumble happened. I am a fake sportsman. That's true. That is a sport that you do know. You're all about that shit. Yes. And the thing that I think you want to start with, the Sony State of Play. Oh, yeah. The funniest thing was, I think Sony announced it like the day before. They were just like, yeah, fuck it. We got to say it play tomorrow. What are you going to do about it? That really fucking annoyed me. And then it was like 45 minutes of like actual stuff. Like they actually had a ton of shit to to talk about. If it was a Nintendo Direct, it would have been at least half an hour of bullshit and ports. And farming sims. And farming sims. I mean, that that's that's like the, the free bingo space. But yeah. Yep. I was kind of annoyed that they announced it so like late. Yeah. Because so usually for these things, I make like what I call an abridged video. And I'm going to make one for this too. By the time this episode comes out, the video will already be out. But usually like they announce it like a few days before. So I can write an intro for those videos. And then when the video comes out, I don't have to worry about that. Now I have to worry about the fucking intro. Yeah. There is no ability to prepare for it like at all. <laughs> yeah. But you are right. It was very good. And we're going to go through some of our favorites. I think what won the award, in my opinion, for worst fucking trailer in this entire thing was Stellar Blade. Okay, I agree. But I feel like the reason for that is because it was way too fucking long, right? See, A, I agree with that. But what I have written here for the script is you got to love when a trailer is a person explaining everything about the game. Because why wouldn't you want all traces of mystery and intrigue erased from the experience? Yeah, it was like going over like every single gameplay element. And this was like the initial re reveal for the game, right? You would think that. No, this 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 game has been like at E3s and whatever. Oh, shit. I, I, I guess it hasn't. It hasn't. Uh, 
like stayed in my head very well then. But like, it was like telling you like, these are these people. Their goal is this. They're part of this group whose goal is this. And this is this. And this is that. I'm like, for fucks, there's like a million things they talked about that I, that if like I just found out through gameplay, I would have been interested. Yeah, I feel like they, they went over like the summary of the entire probably first act of the game of like everything ex- explaining the world and like the people. Yeah, what really bothered me was when they were like, they call these people angels because of this, this and this. And I'm like, that could have been something that I would have liked to learn through the story. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe as you go and like the characters in the world react to like your your the main character, right? That could have been a thing. Yes, and for some reason they were just like this could have been like near automata. But that's what I was thinking is that it kind of feels like that, especially because it's still a post-apocalyptic setting, and you're like this one singular. I don't know if they're an android, just a regular person. Maybe that's a spo- maybe that's gonna be like a spoiler or something. Who knows? Well, all I know is they got a great ass. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> similar to Two B, it's like an anime girl. Yes. Also, what I wrote here is by this point, I think the only mystery left in this game is why does wearing less clothes somehow equal better armor? Okay, I also noticed that in the trailer is that some of the outfits are fucking insane. Like, really outlandish. There was one that I was like, she's naked. <laughs> yeah. That's like the extreme of the, like, wearing nothing is, like, better armor or something. I know. Again, they're robots. Their whole skin is armor. Yeah. I don't know. It does just kind of feel like near light. Yeah. What was your, like, thing that you would like to mention first? How much did you, like, grin, like, like the inner eight-year-old when Shadow popped up on the screen with fucking, what's his name? Like, the Doom guy? With Black Doom. Of course. First off, I can't believe that's his name. <laughs> I can't believe they are bringing him back to life. That's the second part. That part's crazy. That's the game that nobody except me liked. The guy from Shadow the Hedgehog, the edgy one, where Shadow tries to kill the president in the video game with a gun we should probably explain what this is first because we haven't even mentioned <laughs> yeah. that it's a sonic generations remake and at first it just seems like a normal remake and then shadow comes up it's called sonic x shadow generations hell yeah so it's like adding a whole second story i was wondering do you think it's going to be like the shadow game where there's like story paths because like they brought back doom of like telling him what to do do you think it's just going to be like like shadow levels or do you think there's gonna be whole like paths that you can do i think it's just gonna be shadow levels but it looks like there's gonna be a little bit of a gameplay change and it looks like he's going to be fighting doom oh okay because like at the end of that game he kills doom that's true (laughs) i i love so much that he's back (laughs) me too I was watching this and I was like looking at it. I was like, yeah, this looks fine. But like, I remember what the Sonic Colors remake was like. I literally was thinking like, I need something to confirm that this isn't just like another port of a game. And then Shadow showed up and I was like, I am. (laughs) Like, oh, it's definitely not a port. It's definitely not just a port. And the shadow parts look so cool. Okay, you can make fun of us all you want. There was a time when everyone thought Shadow was the coolest thing. Oh yeah, no, he was he was like the for the time that he was like he came out, he was the perfectly designed character. Like the red and black perfectly captured the like that tone and that theme that was like at the time. Absolutely incredible amount of edginess. I love it. You know what's gonna be funny though? Ever since I played Sonic Adventure 2. I always like to see games where you can play a shadow and see how long you can play as him for. Because in Sonic Adventure 2, you only play a shadow for four levels. So I wonder how many more levels will you get to play a shadow in this? Compared to the the game that he's like mostly known for. Yeah, which I don't do not get ever. I've never understood that. Well, it's because it's the one he's in and he he made such an impact on people, I guess. Yep. Even though he looks nothing like Sonic and the whole plot of that game is there's a Sonic imposter. I'm just excited for this because, like, it genuinely looks so cool. I may get this. Oh, yeah. I feel like, yeah, this is going to be your shit. Oh, it's coming out in autumn 2024. Okay. Yeah. And again, I'm hoping that it's actually good. Usually, like, when there's a remake, they add something like this to it. That usually is a good indicator for what the remake part of it is going to be like. Right. Yeah. They're going to put a lot of quality into it. Yeah, like um, the Kirby remake that came out a year or two ago. I was like skeptical about it until I saw they added an entire second story. And I was like, okay, they're putting effort in. Yeah, there's a lot more into it. And it's like, yeah, or with like Mario 3D World, they added the whole like Bowser's Fury thing, which yes. was like an entirely new gameplay section that people really, really love. Yeah, usually that's an indication of a good remake. What I would like to talk about is Silent Hill. 
Oh, yeah. Silent Hill is back alive. First time in like 10-ish years. Well, do you count PT? The Konami doesn't want to. <laughs> or is that what you meant by 10 years ago? I guess I guess that was 10 years ago. What was the last Silent Hill before that? I don't know. I can't remember what the last Silent Hill game was for the life of me. So I guess PT was a really long time ago now. But also, yeah, Konami does not want you to remember that. Too bad. They keep reminding us. Yeah, that they want things that are like PT while trying to forget about it. Like Silent Hill, the short message, like... I, obviously, we can't make fun of this one too much because it is free. Yeah, it's like something, I guess just to kind of drum a pipe for Silent Hill being back is it's out literally right now and it's free. So it's probably just a little short little taste, probably about as long as PT, I would guess. One might even say it is PT. Hmm. One might even call it a short message. One might even call it a playable teaser. <laughs> one might even call it Silent Hill. <laughs> <laughs> But this is what I wrote about the short message, by the way. I wrote, I can't make fun of this too much because it's free, but I just want to point this out. This is the first game I've ever seen where somebody uses their phone as a flashlight. Yeah, which is which is so realistic because everyone does that like every day when they're like walking to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I applaud this game for actually having the character use their phone as a flashlight because who the fuck owns a flashlight anymore? I don't think I've seen one in like five yeah, years. exactly. <laughs> and most like survival horror games, the first thing you do is pick up a big fucking chunky flashlight. It's like one of those flashlights that like when you're young, you'd swing around and be like, I'm so cool. <laughs> or is it just me? Was it just me? <laughs> no, no, nothing. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, you said, mm-hmm. I was like, uh. <laughs> It is cool that this is like out now and also free. I, I feel like especially because the other Silent Hill announcement, all we know about it is that it's in development. So we have no idea about a release date. That is true. It is a Silent Hill 2 remake. And I don't know how I feel about this one. Honestly, mainly because like, I don't know what the camera is going, the changing camera is going to do to the game. Like, I can't remember if the first one had like tank controls or whatever, but I wonder if like making it more Resident Evil 4 like is going to lessen some of its impact. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that people are kind of worried about the team that was given this remake to. Bloober team, apparently. Why? Oh, well, apparently they, they've made Layers of Fear, which obviously is a similar vein horror game in the past. Maybe it's just people who didn't like that game in particular. I don't know. I mean, I tend to not get nervous unless they consistently make shit. Right, yeah. As long as it's not like, like the, the team behind Sonic Boom or something like that. Yeah, I'm not nervous about this, but I am like tempering my expectations. Right. More so just because it's a remake of Silent Hill 2 and it'll it'll be tough to like match the original game. Exactly. I don't know if they're ever going to be able to do that. Yeah, I I feel like part of like the appeal of like the older Silent Hill games is like the very like old ancient like PS1 graphics aesthetic that they had going on PS1 vs 2. I feel like that vibe is very, very hard to replicate. You know what else is hard to replicate? The feeling of playing it for the first time, which I guarantee you, like the people that played the first one are going to play this one, are going to hate this one because like, it doesn't feel the same. So yeah, of course it doesn't because you know everything that's coming. It's like those people that come over, it's like, Markiplier changed, he's different. No, you grew up. Yeah, you do not experience Let's Play videos the same as you did when you were 12 anymore. No, no, you do not. I also would like to talk about Judas. Okay, I, I thought this game obviously seemed pretty cool. I did too. Apparently it's made by the people that made Bioshock. Yeah, which really doesn't surprise me because it seemed like a very kind of similar thing going for it. But it's kind of funny to me because think about like all the games that have tried to be Bioshock, like We Happy Few, yeah. Atomic Heart, stuff like that. So like hearing that these guys are coming back and making a Bioshock-like game is sort of like them seeing everyone fuck up their formula. And it's like, all right, we'll show you how it's done. Yeah, we we could do it best. It, it just seems like this kind of game is their bread and butter, like an apocalyptic, like supposedly like utopian city or like area. That kind of, this one seems like it's leaning more into like Matrix kind of things yeah. where it's like, there's like hacking as it's a lot more modern themes. But yeah, I, I feel like when you're making a game that's trying to be Bioshock, it's very hard to balance being cool and fun and not turning like instantly cringy, especially if, if the game's going to have like a like political themes or something like that. 
Well, I think that's the issue with a lot of Bioshock likes is they all think they need the heavy-handed political themes. Right. In Bioshock, it was there and it was very prevalent, but it never felt overbearing. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of it, like a good chunk of it was over the top enough to where like, you didn't have to take it seriously if you didn't want to. Yes, but it still kind of made sense. Yeah, exactly. Like that was an issue that I had while like playing like Atomic Heart. It's so over the top. Like you could never see how people would get to this point. Yeah, and I feel like, like a lot of the games like take themselves too seriously. Yes, but I'm excited for this one. Yeah, I'm excited because like, like I said, like it, it looks genuinely really cool. I feel like that's a big part of it too, is actually making the gameplay look really fun and engaging and, and interesting and like making you want to learn more about this like kooky world. Yes. But also it, it does also seem very Matrix-like. Like halfway through the trailer, someone literally gets like unplugged. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, oh God, we're doing this. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot I wrote this for Dragon Dogma, t- Dragon's Dogma 2. All I wrote is, ha, come funny. That's it. What? <laughs> That's what? all I have. I'm so, I don't get it either. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I think it's because, oh, at the beginning of the trailer, I think someone says, you will come. No. And I, it made me laugh. <laughs> Your braid just like melted down for the, for the other like minute and a half of the trailer. <laughs> What I have is, I have hot come funny. Look, <laughs> I've already like, made enough jokes about this game. That's the best you're getting. Like, bam, that's it. That's it. Nothing else matters. All the dragons and fighting shit in the game does not important. That's the best you're getting. Well, but also just come funny. <laughs> I mean, is he wrong? He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Put it in quiplash. Win immediate. <laughs> yeah. That's the free answer button. I, there is one more game I think you want to talk about, right? Or is there more? Well, there's one other game I want to talk about quickly, which is actually a VR game, which I was kind of surprised about. Is it Legendary Tales? It is, it is fucking Legendary Tales. <laughs> oh my god, I wanted to talk about this one too! It looks fun, right? It looks so It fun. looks so much fun! It looks like what VR should be doing, which is being really stupid and making like the, the most use of like your ability to freely use your hands as possible. Like, it's called an action role-playing game, so it's like if LARPing was like real yeah yeah it's like D, but not like the turn-based combat it isn't D in terms of like the setting and silliness but not in terms of like gameplay i guess it looks like to me like um dark souls like the setting and the vibe yes it's very like medieval fantasy there's all these like skeletons and shit but the, <laughs> the gameplay is looks so fun it literally what i wrote is how dare you give me so much to make fun of but wrap it in every nerd's wet dream yeah, seriously exactly. What nerd hasn't dreamt, dreamed of single-handedly sieging a castle, fighting armies of the undead, all with swords and magic? And also, like, taking off one, like, skeleton's head and throwing it at another guy and all this shit. <laughs> I wish this wasn't PSVR, because that thing's so expensive, but I want to play this! Yeah. And also, like, do I want to play an RPG game on VR? Probably not. You can't even beat an RPG, like, in flat. In general. Have you beaten Baldur's Gate yet? Okay, I, I can't because I'm softlock. We, we can get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <I'm... laughs> uh, okay. Let's talk about Death Stranding 2. Oh my god, Death Stranding 2. Okay, I, I think this has the potential to be the funniest game ever made. Absolutely. For a game that does not need to exist. I'm very curious. I really hope the whole game is just Kojima going full, like, using 100% of his brain stupid design mode. I hope that, too. What's confusing me about this game, though, is, is he going to keep the gameplay the same? Because there's, like, a full armory now. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm kind of worried about that because there's a lot of stuff in the trailer that was just, like, scenes of Sam Strand walking through, like, this the sceneries. And it kind of seemed like he was suiting up to go back to package delivering. I'm kind of hoping there's less of that. Yeah, I, I thought this, well, it's definitely going to still be in the game. But yeah, hopefully there's less of it. And that's just kind of like getting from place to place rather than this is the ride. Yes, but I don't know how I feel about this, honestly. Because on the one hand, it looks so cool. But yeah. on the other hand, I don't know what the fuck it is. But on the other, other hand, there's a guy that looks like Joker in a robot suit with an electrical guitar that shoots out electricity. <laughs> That was the most awesome thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that's the main villain from the last game, by the way. Yeah. I was like, that sounds like Troy Baker, and he calls him Higgs. I'm like, didn't Higgs die? Like, yeah, what but, happened? But, he, but he's back. He came back from the beach. <laughs> yeah. 
I think I think this game is not going to make any sense. Just like the first game didn't make any sense. And it's going to be amazing. Oh, it's going to be so great. And obviously, like, the final cutscene is going to be even longer. Yeah. That thing was a movie. I love that the, that's, like, just what Kojima wants to do. Like, he just wants to make movies slash games. Like, he wants to make them combined. He doesn't want to make them separately. He wants to make them combined. Yes. Because there's also an announcement that he's, like, he himself is making a new action espionage game. Okay, I also, I'm very glad you brought that up because I did not know how to segue. This is just the new Metal Gear, right? Yeah, but it's going to be called uh, Iron Widget. Uh, (laughs) What? Are you serious? No. (laughs) And it's going to feature a main guy named Reptile. Flaccid Reptile. Don't say (laughs) Gaseous Reptile. I thought there was already like a gas gaseous snake or whatever the there fuck. There probably is. I don't know. Uh, at some point, there probably is. Or sol- was it Solidus? I can't remember. He's also going to make that a movie because when he talked about that, he was at like he was in Hollywood. I don't. Well, he's probably getting some Hollywood actors. I in don't know. It. Can you imagine if he gets Keith or Sutherland again? Oh just my like, god! Just to really drive home the point that this is the new Metal Gear. Yeah. What if he just gets, like, all of the, like, modern Hollywood actors? What if it's, like, Chris Pratt and Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> and Tom Holland. And Tom Holland, yeah. I'm genuinely curious about this. But at the same time, like, I can't help but feel a lot of what made Mel Gear great was there was probably somebody there that went, this is too weird. Yeah. Like, he had a lot of creative control and freedom, obviously. But, yeah, there were other people to rein him in. So, I, yeah, I feel like him being away from Konami, it's obviously a good thing because was, they were terrible to him. But I'm sure there were people there who were actually, like, helpful and could control his ideas because his ideas are so insane. His brain works so differently. That's why he's so good at this, though. Yeah, exactly. I just can't, like, imagine being that talented. I just can't. <laughs> no. I really like the state of play, though. Yeah. It was, it was just like all games back to back to back. Like I wasn't interested in all of them, but there wasn't just like tons and tons of filler like there sometimes is. Yeah. There was only like one weeb game that did have a cat person in it. Yeah, which helps. And like Dave the Diver was there for some reason. With like Godzilla? I, I, don't, I don't know. I haven't played the first Dave the Diver or the original. Also, it was Burning Godzilla. I have so many fucking... I, <laughs> <laughs> that bothered me. I don't know why. Activated neurons in your brain. Cause that just made me ask a lot of questions. Like what part, like what part of the timeline is this in? (laughs) How does Dave the Diver affect the Godzilla timeline? Yes, exactly. I need to rework my timeline. (laughs) I cannot wait for like the new Godzilla movie to come out so we can, I can nerd out about Godzilla. (laughs) I'm excited for a lot of the stuff they showed. Yeah, same. It was good. All right. Well, would you, which would you like to talk about next? Real sports or predetermined sports? Uh, let's, we talk real sports. Okay. So Griffin, this is you. All right. Well, last week we had the championship games for the AFC and the NFC, which I don't, I don't know if you watched them or how much you've seen about them, but I thought they were both like really disappointing. I guess the, the Lions 49ers game was pretty good because it was close, but it was just sad. Both the teams that I was rooting for, which was the Lions and the Ravens fucking lost. <laughs> I wonder how Eric, other Eric. Yeah, I was I was going to say, had had his hopes had probably been really up, right? Because he's a big Lions fan. He's a huge Lions fan. And they are historically so awful. They hadn't even been to the championship game in like 35 years. Yep. And they won't be for another. Yeah, they lost in a tragic fashion. And I really, really wanted the Ravens to win more than anything. And their loss was just so sad. Like, they just looked terrible all game. Everyone wanted them to win. Yeah, the entire world wanted them to win. They couldn't hold up. The Lamar Jackson memes were so funny. Save Soul Society, Lamar Jackson. (laughs) Do you think that got to Lamar Jackson? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) uh, How much of the memes do you think he saw? (laughs) It could have gotten to his head and uh, maybe there's just too much pressure. I mean, I feel too much pressure if the entire world was like, save us. <laughs> yeah, but if he, he could do it. I, I've, I've seen a lot of um, like Super Bowl predictions now because a lot of people really don't want, literally both of the teams that are in the Super Bowl, which is, it's going to be the Chiefs from the AFC versus the 49ers, or sorry, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers. 
And a lot of people are really disappointed at both those teams and don't want either of them to win. Well, okay, I get the Chiefs. Why the 49ers? I, I think it's like a similar thing of like, they've been good for a while and people, I think people really wanted the Lions to, to make it. There's a lot of people who who really don't like the, the 49ers. Uh, like it's just like, it's like rivalries. I wonder what, who Steven wants to win. I mean, the, none is a perfectly valid option. I don't want either of them to win. I hope they all go out poop themselves and they all have to be escorted out by their mothers. I, I, I don't know if you've seen like similar to the Save Us Lamar Jackson memes. There's another like trend of like Super Bowl predictions which is just the most insane thing. It's like, it's like all right, at, after halftime, a meteor strikes, wipes out both teams and so then the Lions and the Ravens have to play each other. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Or, or it's like... The, the the Chiefs are beating the 49ers by four touchdowns and, it's, and things are looking bad. And then the entire 49ers team taps out and just traded with the Boston Bruins from 2011. <laughs> I just don't want the Chiefs to win because I don't want Taylor Swift fans to be happy. Yeah, I, I just I, I just I don't even care about Taylor Swift. I'm just so sick of the Chiefs. I don't I, I don't want them to be happy. I don't want Pat Mahomes to be happy. I don't want Travis Kelsey to be happy. I don't want none of them to be happy. They, that's fucking rich coming from you. They don't deserve. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Patriots fan. Patriots earned their victories. Chiefs don't deserve it. Only one you team. You know, they fucking, only, they only did not one fucking team earn it. Should ever, should ever be allowed to have that much success. Should be the Patriots. It's, it's just not right. I was going to say the Yankees. 27 World Series, baby. <laughs> I think we lost. I think Griffin's just gone in the shock. <laughs> <laughs> right, but if, if, if there is any one team, one team across any sport or anything that could come in to to defeat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, who would be your pick? I would pick the 2007 Yankees. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Or could or, they could they get um, the job done though? Do you think they could get the job done? I like to think they would. They would just beat the shit out of them with baseball bats. <laughs> this is A-Rod at the peak of his steroid use. Like. That's, that's true. That is, that is deep in the steroid era. Are there any like wrestling super teams that could handle them? Uh, the NWO at the height of their power because they had like <laughs> literally like everyone on the roster was part of the NWO. <laughs> Nobody was not the NWO. It was, it was the NWO and then there was Sting and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why WCW fucking sucked and went went out of business. Yeah, it doesn't seem very balanced. No. Oh my god, Steven, I don't give a shit either. Fuck the Swifty. <laughs> Did you see that there's like a bunch of like conspiracy theories that like apparently like if Taylor Swift wins, like this is like a plot to get Joe Biden reelected or some shit like that. What what? I don't know the full extent. My dad was telling me about this last night. And I was just like, I heard about the one where they were rigging the games so the Swifties would keep going. Right, for like NFL popularity. Like, sure, sure. But like, how are you connecting the dots to, to Joe Biden's presidency? Oh, yeah, wait, here we go. Oh, no, is there actually like a, a real conspiracy theory? Yes, there oh, really no. is. Please, it's please insane. enlighten me. But apparently, like, they're like, if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, Taylor Swift is going to support Joe Biden or some shit like that. I have no idea. Why only if the Chiefs win? <laughs> I don't know. I do not know. <laughs> what? I do firmly believe, though, that some of these refs are being told to give the Chiefs a hand. Oh, yeah. No, there, there is, like... The, the refereeing has been suspicious. I mean, it's, it's been suspicious forever in the NFL. There's, like, so many things that are just, like, blatantly terrible calls that just get upheld. And it, it affects, like, like every team. But I, I feel like some, some years it affects some teams more than others. Some teams take advantage of it more than others. And the past couple of years, the Chiefs have absolutely been taking advantage of calls biased in their favor. One more thing about this whole conspiracy shit, though. But did you see that person on TikTok that was like, Taylor Swift should be on the cover of Madden 25? Is that serious? I feel like that's, that's probably just a joke, right? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. With with Swifties, it could be either way. That's true. You you never can tell. You really can't. I can't determine if she was joking or not. <laughs> and that scares me, Griffin. It scares me. <laughs> but yeah, the fact that you have to do any any searching at all to tell if it's real or not is is very very difficult to hear. I mean, with the shit that's on TikTok and everything, like what's crazy is the number thirteen conspiracy. What is that? Oh my god! Wait, I think I saw a TikTok about that. Oh no! It was like how everything in this, like for the Super Bowl. Seems to lead to the number 13. Oh my God. Like, cause isn't it on the 11th? I think so. 
What is it? It, it is the eleventh. Yeah. Two plus eleven, thirteen. Like, uh, like you, these numerology fucks are like because it's like doesn't like Taylor says that eleven is like a lucky number or something or uh, thirteen no, is 13, a lucky number, right? Thirteen's your favorite number. Yeah. And no reality is thirteen a lucky number. But it's just like God, these fucking people, man. Like for what? I never thought I'd say this. Let me just watch football. Yeah. How does how does your brain work where you're watching football and they cut to Taylor Swift for like five seconds and that's your reaction? <laughs> I will say this, though. The Chiefs have taken full advantage. Like, I'm rooting for Taylor's boyfriend's team or whatever. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, they saw an opportunity. They fucking ran with it. I got to give them props for that. But I'm more excited about watching the Super Bowl on Nickelodeon. Oh, my God, yeah. For, I, I totally forgot until you reminded me before that's going to be on Nickelodeon. I, I how, how did they get that? I don't know. Like, I know they've been doing They've been doing, like, games. like playoff games. But it's been, like, like first round, like, wild card weekend games where it's, like, it's a playoff game, but it's not really that important. How do they work them, their way up to a fucking Super Bowl? Well, I guess they saw the viewer numbers and they were like, there's clearly an audience of people that want, watch it on yeah. Nickelodeon. They, they, they want to see like the, the, the slime zone touchdowns. I, I do. <laughs> you're like, you're like, I you're really damn do. Right, I do. I actually do. But you know why I'm watching it on Nickelodeon this year? You fucking know why? Because th- there's going to be finally vengeance. Because what I have waited for, for at least 15 long years. I don't remember when the episode first came out. Uh-huh. I'm going to say 15 years ago. 15 long fucking years. They're finally going to play fucking sweet victory at the Super Bowl. 15 years in the can. I waited for this. We thought we were going to get it when the creator died, but they fucked us over with sicko mode. Yeah, Travis Scott really pulled one under on you. I will never fucking forgive that. That was so fucked up of them. They they played the intro and then it went into fucking sicko mode. I hated it. I literally turned off the game after that. Like, I'm dead serious. <laughs> that was your last straw. But also, some of the commercials this year just seem fucking fire. I hope there's some good ones because it, it, I feel like the past couple of years, at least like last year, it's been it's been rough. I think I, I think I've already seen the one that is my favorite, Paramount Plus. I didn't I didn't know they were like out already. Well, Paramount Plus released theirs. Oh my fucking god! It's it's amazing. <laughs> it involves Patrick Stewart, Hey Arnold, and Creed, and that's all I'm telling what you. What the hell? <laughs> I did send it to you if you want to watch it, but I don't what want to spoil hell? it for you. That cannot be like a real combination, dude. I was laughing so fucking oh, no. hard. It was great, and I cannot wait to watch it on the TV. Genuinely, who do you think is going to win? I think it's going to be the Chiefs again. I'm I'm upset because like I just feel like I just feel like I know that it's going to be the Chiefs. Like it shouldn't be the 49ers are uh, you know uh, on paper and all that shit a better team, they have better players, a better record. It's just going to be the Chiefs for no fucking reason. It's got to be the Chiefs. They're just going to find a way to win. I want it to be the 49ers too, solely because like, I want to see these people, these Swifties that never gave a shit about football lose their mind. <laughs> like if you're like, if you're a Swift, if you're a Swiftie and you care about football, that's fine. But if you don't give a shit about football like me and now suddenly pretend to care, fuck you. Yeah. If you've like gotten into football, you know, you don't deserve a Super Bowl after one season. Some people have been waiting no. for fucking decades. Lions fans have literally been waiting for their entire lives. It was like being a Cubs fan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But at least we got that World Series, though. Lions fans just ain't, ain't going to get they'll it. They'll never have anything, ever. They have Eric's support, but I get—I bet that's what's making them lose. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Eric, if you're listening. <laughs> I'm going to tell them to listen to this episode specifically. Yeah, just this one. Yep. By the way, tune in like 40 minutes in-ish. All right, can I talk about the Royal Rumble? Yes. I fucking, the Royal Rumble happened and I fucking rocked so hard. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's all predetermined. I know, shut up. It's still great. It can still be fucking awesome. That doesn't matter. It's literally a live stunt show. Doesn't That's matter. what it is. And it's awesome because of that. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes the wrestlers are like, it's really fucking impressive what they can do. And like the show that they can put on. Yeah. Next time I come visit you, if there's ever like a, a big event happening, I'm fucking making you watch it. <laughs> I, I have to tune in pay-per-view. Well, it, it, they're all on Peacock now. So if you got a Peacock, oh, you get it. I do I do not have Peacock. Oh. There's also why I haven't watched you. the fucking Ted show yet, but we'll get to that. Oh. <laughs> the one thing you said you were going to watch. I know. I didn't realize it was on some fucking streaming site. No, but like, it started with the Women's Royal Rumble, which usually is not great. 
But this, like a lot of people said the Women's Rumble was the highlight for them, which I kind of agree. It was really fucking good, mainly because um, like there was a lot of surprises, some returns. There was even someone from a rival company that showed up, which rarely ever happened. I feel like that usually wouldn't happen because of like agreements and contracts and all that shit. Like there's, there's a lot of red tape there. Yeah. Not only did she show up, she showed up with the company's championship belt. Oh, shit. I feel like, like you really wouldn't normally show that. Yeah, you usually wouldn't. Like that's only I can only remember that happening one other time. So that was really cool to see. And like, she stayed in it for a long time. Like they didn't have her come in and then immediately get eliminated. She was there for a lot of it. She was, she was like a real contender in it. Yeah, that's say. Yeah. And the way she got eliminated was vicious. Like it was, it was brutal. What happened? She took a move that looks like it hurts on its own when you're in the center of the ring, but she took it on the apron and the apron's the hardest part of the ring. Oh God. So she went face first into the apron. And it was just like, oh my that's, God. That's fucking brutal. Jesus. Yeah, and like Jade Cargill made her debut. Like she's she was like a big deal, and she's jacked as fuck. She's 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 been fucking training. She's been in the weight room ready for her, her de- debut. Like I don't think I've ever seen a more jacked woman. I really don't. And she also had a good show. She was the she came in third. Like she was the third to last eliminated, which a lot of people a lot of people were expecting her to win. But like I think the right person won it. It was awesome. And then there was the Roman Reigns match. It was fine. It was fine. Well, it wasn't all that everything else was better. Yeah, because like we knew he's not losing the title until WrestleMania. Right. It's not happening. So yeah, the, I feel like the stakes aren't very high then. <laughs> no, it's really not. You're not going to be like, oh, oh, who's going to win? I wonder who it could be. No. I mean, I was hoping it was Randy Orton, but no. But nah. Then Lo- there was a Logan Paul match, which also was pretty good. Like he he is very good at this. He, he's still being good. He seems like, yeah, he's, he's a natural born embellisher. Athlete. And athlete. <laughs> and athlete also athlete. He hits this amazing buckshot lariat. It's a move where you start like on the outside of the ring. You flip over the top rope and then clothesline the dude. And he makes it look so effortless. Holy shit. I, I, I think like that, that's probably one of those things where like if you're just watching it, you don't, you probably can't even like grasp how fucking hard that is to pull off. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you it because it is it is just epic. And the man also took a beating too. Like he won by disqualification. He got his shit right. <laughs> he doesn't mind taking a fucking absolute whomping. No, like even like John Cena has gone out of his way and been like, look, you give a shit about this. And I respect that, which means a lot coming from him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like it's absolutely not something he needs to be doing. He like wants to be doing this. Yeah. And then it ended with the men's Royal Rumble. So, like, we all knew that it was going to come down to one of two people, Cody Rhodes or CM Punk. Uh-huh. I genuinely thought it was going to be CM Punk. It was not. It was Cody Rhodes. And I am okay with that also. Like, it's they, it's the same thing that happened last year. I'm okay with it because it means we're going to get the fucking outcome that we wanted last year, which is him leaving WrestleMania with the title. If they don't do that, then I don't know why the fuck they did this again. There's no reason to give him two wins in a row and have him lose again. That would be so fucked up. That would be beyond fucked up. No, but it was really good. There weren't like any like really big surprises. There was one guy from like the developmental brand NXT, Braun Breaker, who came out and just eviscerated everybody. Oh my God. That man has one of the nastiest looking spears in the business. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't even in the script. He was just there to take bodies. Well, like a lot of shit did come out this week about Vince McMahon and... Brock Lesnar and a lot of other people. And a lot of people are like, maybe Braun Breaker took over Brock Lesnar's spot. It's a lot of not good shit, by the way. Very bad shit. We're not going to go into it. But there was one point, like, people were like, oh, Braun Breaker looked weirdly, like, imposing during this. So maybe that's where Brock Lesnar was supposed to go. Or maybe Pat McAfee took Brock Lesnar's spot. Yes, that Pat McAfee from the Colts. Right. But they, so so they they were trying to kind of like filling in for where he would have been. The rumor is more likely that his spot went to Pat McAfee because like Pat McAfee got in the ring, saw a seven foot tall man and Braun Breaker in there and just went, nope, I'm leaving. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> but it was great. The worst part about this, though, by far, was CM Punk did lose. He also injured himself. Oh, fuck. <laughs> he just came back. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, after his fucking journey. And it was really upsetting, too, because like they were clearly building up to CM Punk versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Gonna fight again. 
he's missing WrestleMania this year. He looked really upset about it, honestly. Man, that sucks. It's just because he's injured. Yeah, like the timetable is not going to work and it does suck. I'm really upset. I hope he, I hope he gets better fast, but he, he was like, you know what? As a Cubs fan, I'm used to saying this, but there's always next year. And I was like, that's funny. Uh, that's good. It, it, it hurts, I'm sure, but it's fine. Yeah, but it was, a, it was a really fucking good show. Oh, yeah. We have one more stop, then fucking WrestleMania. I'm so excited. We have like a little less than 70 days. So be fucking hype. I remember last year I took a day off work to <laughs> recoup after WrestleMania. I mean, it's worth it, right? It, it's like some people have to take off after the Super Bowl because they're just like drinking and going so hard. Like, it's very understandable. Exactly. Will you be there? Oh, in, in Philadelphia? No. Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> I wish. Are you kidding me? <laughs> So if you're going to take, take some time, time off, you might as well go there, right? Yeah, but there's no way I'm going to be able to get a seat for less than like $300 that I do not have. That's, that's the important. <laughs> Where you can actually see what's going on. Yes. It's going to be great. I'm excited. And there was a good Royal Rumble. Hell yeah. All right. Should we do a quick what we watch and what we play in? For what we watch? I don't think I got anything. I got stuff. What do you got? I was watching um, the Percy Jackson show. I think it was very solid. I liked it. I really liked it. Is that, is that over at this point? Yes, the first season has been ended. Apparently, they don't know if they're getting a season two yet or not. I, I thought they're probably gonna, right? It, it seems like it was very popular. I thought it was very popular, and I thought it was very good. So the only issue is that Adam Copeland, Edge, did not spear Percy. Like, he did not just fucking tackle him. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty funny. He, he didn't even get to do his signature wrestling move and just obliterate him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would have loved it to be Percy Jackson with a DDT. Like, <laughs> I, I, I want a fair match. And he just <laughs> dives on it. Just hits him with the chair. <laughs> Not a, it's, he doesn't bring a sword. He brings a steel chair. <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. Wait, what if Edge actually is Ares, but the mist just makes us think he's wrestling um. people? <laughs> but the other thing that I watched was I watched everything except for the last two episodes, which just came out today, Has Been Hotel. Oh, yeah. I've read that's also been coming out. Yeah. So I know there was, apparently there was some controversy around the creator. I did not know that. I do not know what the controversy is. And apparently there was a little bit of like backlash because they recasted everybody. Oh, really? I, I thought it was still like the same people from from the show i do not think a single voice actor that was in the pilot on youtube is in the amazon version oh i, I didn't realize it changed that much like i really thought it was basically the same nope they're all different oh, on the one hand i get why people are upset about that because the original cast did have like a lot of chemistry together right mainly because i'm pretty sure they were all friends mm -hmm. and some that they kind of got re screwed over by just getting recasted. Yeah, I like, I can't remember her name, but she played Maribel in Encanto and Rosa in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, I yeah. I can never remember um, her name. Ruiz. Stephanie, uh, Stephanie Beatrice? Stephanie Beatrice, Beatrice yeah, No. Yeah. Apologies if we mispronounce your name if you ever listened to this for some reason. It's just like her voice is so recognizable that it kind of throws me off a little bit. Right. Yeah. It's one of those like celebrity voices where you like hear it and you like instantly recognize it. But what's funny is that's not even her real voice. Her real voice is the one she used for Maribel. Yes. Which is which is like wild. But it's so weird that like I hear that and I think of her more than when I hear her actual voice. I don't know why, but like she took me out of it a little bit. It took me a bit to get used to her. But on the one hand, it also rocks because now Keith David's in the show. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Obviously. You want to know what's even better? Uh-huh. He gets a song. Damn. They, I mean, they knew what they were doing. Not only does he get a song, he gets the best song in the show by, by a wide fucking margin. I love it. I know there's like a lot of songs in it, right? That, that's a big part of the appeal. It is a musical. I think some of the songs are good. Some, I, there is like two of them that I fucking hate. <laughs> But it's okay. You, you can ignore those for the, the better ones. Yeah, I legitimately think they're like bad songs. But when they hit it, they hit it fucking hard. Loser Baby is a bop. And I listen to it in the car on the way to work. Loser Baby? Dude, I'm dead serious. Fucking slaps. <laughs> I, I, I got to queue it up on Spotify. I got I to gotta tune in. Dude, your life will be different when you hear you're a power bottom at rock bottom. Oh, come Keith on. David's <laughs> voice. 
Come on. It's great. I really like the show. I really do. I, I know a lot of people hate it. I do not understand why. Yeah. Well, I feel like being completely separated from it and not being familiar with like everything surrounding it, you could just enjoy the show as it is. Also, I wasn't the big fan of the pilot. Like the fact that it's so different from the pilot doesn't bother me. Yeah, it kind of works in, in the show's favor for you. Yeah, I kind of hated the pilot, honestly. <laughs> I thought the pilot was bad. <laughs> I, feel like I, I remember watching the pilot like a long time ago and I don't remember it super well. I just feel like I remember it being very like gratuitous. Yeah, it was like way too much. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think they toned it down a lot for this one, but like still kept in the great elements. The things that I liked about the pilot, they kept. So I liked it a lot. There is actually one thing I watched um, recently, unbelievably. Do tell. I, I watched um, the movie Coda this past weekend. Oh, how was that? Best Picture winner from like 2021. I think it was really good. It was, it was a very, very enjoyable movie. It was like a, it ended up being a very like sweet and wholesome movie. That's good. Yeah. No, but it, it, it was honestly really good. Like some of the performances were like fantastic. I can't believe the main character or main actress didn't get like nominated for anything in terms of like Academy Awards or, or didn't win anything either. But yeah, the movie was just like really, really good. Apparently it's, it was something on like Apple TV or something, which is why I hadn't seen it. No, that makes sense. Who, who watches Apple TV? Yeah, exactly. I would. Because there's there's a show I want to watch. There's the Godzilla show and Shrinking. But unfortunately, my mom keeps changing the fucking password and not telling me what it is. <laughs> Legitimately, like every two months, everything has a different password. Why? <laughs> Except for Netflix. I don't get it. Aren't there like new rules with Netflix that if you like, if you like share your password, they'll like throw you in jail or something or kill you? I don't fucking know. I genuinely have no clue. I, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. All right. For what we play in, though, the main thing I feel like we want to talk about is this. This is something we we missed because of the big hoopla about it was last week is Pal World. Yeah. I. You know what? I. I'm gonna be honest. I forgot I played that. <laughs> Did you like finish it already? No, I barely got started in it. I don't even have a gun yet. I also barely got started in it, and I'm not at the gun manufacturing factory part of the game yet. But that's the that's what I want to yeah. get to. I, I, that's the problem, is that it's it's very slow to get going because it's like a survival and crafting blah, blah, blah kind of game. Yep. That kind of game, when it's it's so slow to get started like that, like once you get, I feel like, caught into the gameplay loop, it's very fun and you'll keep you'll want to keep playing, especially once you, you know, can start making the factories and shit. Yes. But getting there is a slog. It's just so much like farming trees and rocks and iron ingots. And you have like a weight limit. So every like 20 minutes, you'll have to be like, you have too much stuff on you. Yeah, there's a lot of like frustrating and slow things like the weight limit, uh, like your your tool is breaking, <sighs> like having to fill up your hunger bar. It's all this, all this shit. But also like it looks worth it, though. Yeah, like I see where Jordan is and I want to get that. Yeah, and I feel like it also is mixed up by the fact that there are all of the not Pokemon in it, which is where yes. where, where all the controversy has been about the game. Yep. There's a lot of people talking about it. Holy shit. I know, right? Like, I'm just enjoying the game. Like, leave me the fuck out of it. Yeah, exactly. Don't come for us, Nintendo. Yeah. I think also what a lot of people are not are ignoring is the fact that, like, it's not a Pokemon game. Like, it doesn't play like that at all. It's a survival game. It just has guys in it. Yes. It's more Rust than Pokemon. Yeah, and the whole point is that they're like intentionally knocking off like knock off Pokemon. That's the whole point is that they look like that, but then they shoot guns. That is the entire appeal. That is the gimmick. Also, I feel like if Nintendo, like people are like, what is Nintendo going to do something? I feel like if Nintendo had an issue, they would have said something like after Game Fest yeah, that they like released a statement where they were like, people were bringing to our attention like a new game that came out. They basically said like, we're going to monitor it closely or something, which basically, basically means like, yeah, they probably are watching and like the Nintendo ninjas are famous and like their lawyer team. So they're going to be watching for anything they can sue for, but there probably isn't any or they would have seen it and gone for it. Yes. Just enjoy the game and shut up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you don't want to play, you don't have to. Yeah, if you, you have an issue with it, don't give them your money. What I really want to hear is how the fuck did you soft lock yourself? Oh, God. All right. So somehow my game of Baldur's Gate is falling apart. Maybe it's just because like I've been playing for too long. I've had the game this like run over the since like August or something. And I, I'm still not done with it. But my game is like falling apart where like every quest is like not working for whatever reason. 
And I got to this one part where you have to like, you have to teleport to this like separate area and you can't fast travel out of it. You, the only way you can leave is, is with like one specific portal to get out of there. But before you can go through that portal, you have to do like a huge boss fight. And so like I did, the, I did the big boss fight. And then after it was over, the portal that you need to leave didn't show up again. And as far as I could tell, there's like nothing I could do to make it appear again. No. So I'm just, I'm just trapped in this area that you, you can't fast travel out of. There's no way to leave at all. It's like, except for the one way out, which isn't showing up. And I tried like reloading and like redoing the fight a couple of times and still wasn't working. No, I'm literally just stuck there. And it's like the second or third la- like to last fight in the game. So I'm like almost, almost done. <laughs> that sucks, dude. Oh my God. I genuinely feel bad for you. The only thing I can think to do is just wait until another like patch comes out and like maybe they'll fix this this issue. It's like it's like a common issue people are having. Have you looked it up to see if it is? I saw that like some other people were having similar things of like the portal not popping out or like having issues. But as far as I could tell, people were able to solve it by like reloading or doing some things to like fix the game. But I tried like everything. So I thought it might be like having mods might be messing with the game. So then like, I deleted the mods and like reinstalled the game entirely and it still wasn't working, which is like insane. Oh no. I'm really sorry, it man. It just sucks. But, uh, you know, one day I will beat the game. <laughs> one day. I feel like if I was you, I wouldn't restart. I can't restart. I'm in I would deep. throw the game in the bin after that. That's, oh. I Now I wish you didn't tell me. Now I feel bad. <laughs> I was going to be like, haha, Griffin doesn't finish any games. But now I'm just like, oh, I tried. I tried, man. You really tried. Even when you try to beat a game, the game won't <laughs> the let game you. Won't, it won't <laughs> let me leave. Dude, you're in Sword Art Online. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why is there no logout button? <laughs> oh, my God. I, I feel so bad. On that uplifting note, is mom calling us up for dinner? I think so. I think so. So thank you all so much. We will see you next week. And until then, get out of our house. Bye-bye now. Thank you for tuning into this episode proudly presented by the APNM Group, a subsidiary of Alger Productions LLC. We strive to produce content that informs, entertains, and adds value to your day. We value your input and would be delighted to hear your thoughts in the comments about this episode. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please engage with us in the comment section or via our social media platforms. Your feedback helps us shape our content and uncover new topics that matter to our listeners. If this episode resonated with you, we kindly ask that you rate and review this show on your preferred podcast platform. Sharing this podcast with friends and family helps us reach more listeners and continue delivering content you enjoy. For more information about the podcast, the host, or our parent company, please visit the link in this episode's description. Also visit us on YouTube and Rumble to see and hear every content produced by Alger Productions. Thank you once again for your time and support. Until next time, stay tuned and stay inspired.